The next three Mishnayis are going to see 11 situations where we are more stringent when it comes to Tum and Tahara by Kodesh over Truma. Kodesh, again, is the food that's from the carbonos, the sacrifices, and they are more holy than Truma. So we're going to see seven such examples. The first one is Chomer by Kodesh and Baba Truma. By Kodesh, we're more stringent than Truma. If one, if an if utensil is Tameh and you immerse it in the mikvah, you have to make sure that the water touches the entire surface of the utensil. Now, are you allowed to take one utensil and place it in another utensil to immerse in the mikvah? Perhaps the inner utensil, the weight of the inner utensil will push down against the outer utensil and it will not allow the water to get in between them to touch the entire surface. So the Mishra says that we're not concerned for that. And if, by, if you can use the utensil for truma, we're not worried. You're allowed to immerse one utensil inside of another utensil if you're using it for truma. But not if you're going to use the utensil for Kodesh. Kodesh is holier, we're more stricter, and there we are concerned. Next case. Generally speaking, if you have a utensil, then there's two different ways how it can become tummy. You have biblical tumma and you have rabbinical tumma. For instance, let's say you have liquid that's tummy. Liquid that's tummy cannot biblically make a utensil tummy, but rabbinically it could. So let's say you have these three parts of a utensil. You have the outside, the inside, and the handle. If it is tummy midrabbanon, where it only, meaning rabbinically Tameh, only one of those three parts became Tameh, then just those parts will come Tameh, not the whole utensil. Unless it was biblically Tameh, then the entire utensil becomes Tameh. But if it was only rabbinically Tameh, then if you made only one part of a Tameh, then just that part becomes Tameh. Achorayim, the outside, Vesoch, the inside of Vesat Svita, the handle, of a utensil that becomes tame by truma. If you can use it for truma, then it's not a problem. Only that one part that became tame is tame. Avalo by Kodesh, but not by Kodesh. Even though it's only rabbinically tame, if any part becomes tame, it becomes like one big utensil and the entire utensil becomes tame. When it comes to anything else such as truma, using it for truma, then each of those three things are viewed as three different utensils, three separate utensils, and one thing becoming tame will not make the other three. The next example, we discussed Midras in the previous Mishnah, that Tumas Midras is where a person who is an Avha Tumma, he's a source of Tame, let's say he is a Zav, or a woman could be a Zava, a Nida, or your letters gave birth, and if something is supporting them, such as a chair, or let's say their shoes, so this, they, those items become Tumas Midras, and it becomes like them, like a new source of Tumma. So says the Mishnah, generally speaking, Hanosias and Midras, a person can carry something which is Tumas Midras. The Rav gives an example of the shoe of a Zav. So the shoe is tum, Tumas Midras. Nosias at Truma. At the same time, he could be carrying Truma in earthenware uh, barrel. Because what's the problem? If let's say the earthenware barrel touches the Tumas Midras, it's not going to affect the Truma. It won't even affect the barrel. Because an earthenware, the outside of an earthenware barrel will not become tummy by touching a Midras. However, says the Mishnah, but now when it comes to Kodesh, if you're going to have a barrel holding Kodesh, even though it's an earthenware barrel, you're not allowed to hold 
at the same time, this shoe, which is Tumas Midras. And the reason is, the Rav explains, because of an event that took place. What happened was, was that somebody was holding a such a such a situation. He was holding uh, Kodesh, he was holding a barrel of wine, so it was Kodesh. At the same time, he had this shoe, which had Tumas Midras from Azov. And what happened was, was that the string from the lace, the string from the sandal, fell a motor off and when he went to pick up this string part of it went over the out the, over the middle of the barrel of kodesh and since it went over the middle of the barrel of the kodesh that will go ahead and that will make the that will make the the barrel the, that will make the kodesh tummy because what happened was was that it went it entered the inside of the barrel. Since it entered the inside of the barrel, that's going to make everything in the barrel tummy. You know, if it would have, if it would have touched the outside of the barrel, the earthenware barrel, then even though it was kodesh, even though it was inside the earthenware barrel is kodesh, it's not a problem if tumma touches the outside of the earthenware barrel. But since in this story where it happened to have been kodesh and the string went inside the barrel, making the Kodesh Tameh, they instituted that you're not allowed to do this anymore. You're not allowed to hold a barrel, even though it's earthenware, with Kodesh inside of it, when at the same time you're holding Midras. Because of that story which took place with Kodesh, where the part of the string went inside, went inside the barrel of the Kodesh. Next case, big day Ochle Shuma Midras La Kodesh. As we saw already earlier, that even though someone had a garment which uh, it's a person who was careful about truma and is eating truma, obviously a coin. Still, his clothing is considered midras that has too much midras like kodesh for someone who wants to eat kodesh. Because that's a higher level, and the fact that he's able to use those clothing for for truma doesn't mean that it's good enough for kodesh. In next case, lo kmidas hakodesh midas hatruma. When it comes to chatzitza, now we say it like this: that chatzitza again, you now going to have a separation on an item that's in the mikvah, that's being purified. So, lo chemidas ha-kodesh midas ha When it comes to chatzitza, of a garment, the rule of kodesh is unlike the rule of truma. What does that mean? Sheba kodesh matir umenage v'matir v'achkach kosher. There are two issues over here. Generally speaking, if one has clothing that is tied, but it's tied loosely, so generally, we're not concerned that when you put it in the mikvah, the water's not going to be able to get to with the place where you tied it from. We're not so concerned. The water will be able to get there. At the same time, before you immerse it in the mikvah, it's wet where it has some kind of grease on it. We're also not so concerned. The, the water somehow will, will get to the entire clothing. The grease will not be a problem. However, when it comes to when it comes to Kodesh, there we're concerned. If the Mishnah says about Kodesh, when it comes to Kodesh, Matir, you have to go ahead and you have to untie any knot. Umenagev, and then you have to and you have to make sure that it's dried. Umatbil, and then you could immerse it. Kosher. Then if you want, you could tie it afterwards. However, when it comes to Truma and everything else, we're not concerned for that. Over Truma, when it comes to a garment that you want to make, you want to use it. To, for a truma, then kosher, then you can go ahead and you can even tie it, but of course you have to make sure that's loose. If you tie a knot that's tight, then for sure we assume the water's not going to get into it, even regarding truma. But if it is loose and using it for truma, then it's not a problem. You could, it could be tied beforehand, kosher, it could be tied before, and it could even be it could even be wet. We're not worried about removing any kind of grease that's on it. And then you can go ahead and you could immerse it in the mikvah.